All right. Let's try and do this show. It'll be like the first time. It feels like the first time. Feels like the very first time. Feels like the first time for 2018. It's 187, buddy. 187. Is that a thing? That's like that the is police, a thing. That's the police code for homicide. Whoop, whoop. That's the sound of the police. I don't know. Three, two, <laughs> one. This is Zombies Ate My Podcast. <laughs> We are broadcasting to you alive from the Zamp Command Center here in terrible Vermont. It's just terrible. The weather has been terrible. The air has been terrible because it's filled with sickness and germs and unhealthiness. It's just been quite a start to the brand new year. Happy 2018, everybody. Woo. My name is, yeah. Whoop, whoop. That's the sound of the new year. Is that how you, is that <laughs> you didn't say it right? <laughs> it's... It's it's actually it goes whoop whoop. That's the sound of twenty eighteen. That's how you have to say it. You can't. You... I'm so tired, man. Give me a break. Okay, sorry. Speaking of uh, twenty eighteen, it's uh, Canada's own Ryan Murphy switching it up today. Oh, I love it. Yes. New year, new year, new things. New year, new things. I'm all for new things. I'm excited for twenty eighteen. I think twenty eighteen is going to be the year of the zombie. Speaking of the year of the zombie. <laughs> <laughs> it is the zombie lord, the busy zombie lord, Lou Page. Bob, I hope you're prepared. We're going to make <laughs> you want to watch Z Nation today. I, I have a feeling that's not going to happen. Oh, no, no, <laughs> it will. That's our job now, is making you watch Z Nation 2018. No, it, it's, it's funny, yeah, 2018, Margaret. You know, I've been, uh, I've been, like, sick, like, real sick for what feels like, I don't know, 10 years. Um but it's it's been weeks, man. And the problem is, is like there's deadlines and crunch time at work right now. So like I have to work most of it. And then like when I'm not at work, I'm just too sick to do anything. And um, <laughs> when I get home, I'm like, I should probably watch that Z Nation show. And mm-hmm. I'm like, Nah, I'm good. <laughs> like yeah, I can't. I well, it's can't funny because you you in our notes we were like, what was our topic? Well, we're gonna talk about Z Nation and. You said, yeah. well, I haven't watched it yet. And we were like, you didn't have to watch it. it Lou, no, I'm the only one that agreed to watch it. I know, but the thing I'm, I'm thinking about, Lou, is we if we, play, if we played hardball and just stone-faced him, we were like, well, you have to watch it. He would have done <laughs> I it. Like, I would have been like cramming through three episodes. Like, oh, God. Yeah, so the fact that, like, I'm not even going to blame Lou. It was totally me. It's like, nah, you don't have to watch it. And, and I showed my cards. So, I'm as you yeah. know, I'm a terrible poker player. But... Hey, yeah. We're gonna talk about Z Nation, and not to not to like completely give it away, but I will tease that the people who emailed saying we were wrong and we should give it a shot, um, were probably not completely off their rocker. But okay. no, it's not great. It's not. Oh, it's, it's not great. Totally not. It's not great at all. But it's not as bad as that first episode. That oh, first episode is bad. Is bad. bad. It's terrible. Uh, it's- don't believe you well you should believe us the first episode is really bad <laughs> like i do believe you that i remember okay. the first episode okay good. That the one with the baby yes exactly yeah. it's with the baby okay. and the guy from lost dies and it's terrible so 
Although he's not a great actor, so I don't know why I hoped he would stick around. I just, I, he's just not a good actor. Well, you know. Mm. Um, you know, before we do that, before you try yeah. to convince me about uh, Z Nation, there are a couple news topics that we're going to talk about. Uh, and for that, I'm going to play. I don't know. What should I play, guys, for 2018 oh, for news? Oh, Mother Dick. Oh, hold on. I'll find it for you. Uh, Mother Dick. There you go. Thank you. Starting the news. Starting the news. I'm going to need a dozen. Oops, wrong button. All right, it's been a while. I'm I'm warming up. Don't worry. Yeah. I'll get my get my fingers ready. That's a weird thing to say. Excellent high school zombie musical Anna, and the apocalypse. Will slay this Christmas. <laughs> uh, that wasn't me. Headlines. Yeah, I know that wasn't you. That was a uh, Io9. Mm-hmm. Um, we, so I think we talked about this yeah. a couple of months ago that they were trying to get this pitched. Yeah, and it looks okay. I just don't know if. I mean, it's zombie-related. I'll probably watch it at some point. But I can't say I'm excited for it because I'm not a musical guy. Musicals are these things that... I have no problem with musicals, but mm-hmm. I they're hit and miss for me. You know, like the Muppets movie. The the, the first reboot of the Muppet movie with uh, Jason Siegel, was it? Like, I know that's not zombie-related, but, it, but it's a musical. And I love that movie. But mm-hmm. there are other musicals that I just I can't I can't stand. So I think it's a subject matter. And I remember the trailer being kick ass for this. So I'm looking forward to it. It just feels and I get it, it's a holiday movie, but it feels weird that it's done and we have to wait an, another year to see it. Yeah. I almost wish they just were like, Hey, Christmas in July, boom, you know? Yeah, I don't know if that would work. I mean, it's bad enough that you're going to be doing a zombie musical. Not bad as in, like, I'm not going to enjoy it. Like, I I do enjoy musicals. Uh, I think they're a lot of fun to watch. When TV shows or movies do them right, they do them. They're some of the best episodes I think I've seen. Uh, but um, did, you're, you're going to be doing a zombie musical about Christmas. You can't do it in July. you got to do it at Christmas. That's yeah. That's my feeling. I don't know. I, I mean, it just it would just be weird, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, a little too I, weird. Yeah, but it's still zombie-related, so I'm looking forward to it. And, and Lou's right. We did talk about this, and, and the trailer did hit us in a way that was like, this looks interesting and different. But, um, yeah, next Christmas. Look forward to it. Anna and the Apocalypse. The trailer's out there. Check it out. It's actually really good. All right. Yeah, so... We'll, we'll we'll wait. <laughs> we'll wait a whole year, 2018, the year of waiting for zombie movies. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's talk about some of the big news here. Hmm. Um, Scott Gimple, showrunner for The Walking Dead, got a promotion. Cool. Did he? Did yeah. he really? Oh, no. He did. Here it comes. Let's, let's sit back and... I want to hear all about how this is terrible news. <laughs> I don't think it's terrible news. Okay, good. But I definitely, I, 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 I think it is a, a, a big telltale sign that something's about to change. So, hmm. So basically, they confirmed season nine, right? They're like, season nine, go to happen, and we're they all finally like, renewed uh, it, which is yeah. just <laughs> out of character all... for AMC. To, to do yeah, this we so all late. kind of felt. I think we all felt like it was going to happen, right? Oh yeah, of course. Oh yeah, we. I, I I've never said that this is going to be the last season, but I think they're winding it, winding up. 
Mm. Totally winding down, maybe. Um, so Scott Gimple, who has been the showrunner uh, since fourth season, mm-hmm. is moving to the role of chief content officer overseeing the entire franchise for AMC. Angela Kang will take over showrunner duties for the upcoming season. Um, she was a writer and producer on Walking Dead since 2011. So it's not like she's brand new, right? No. Um, but she's not a name that they have been talking about a lot. No, not at all. Like, I so, knew the name from the head from watching the episodes and seeing her name in the credits, but I, I've never heard her brought up on anything other than being a writer-producer. Yeah, uh, I don't know. So to me, AMC is in, a, in kind of a tough spot because... A majority of the fans that are left are outraged, and they think that Gimple is the sole reason why all this stuff is happening that they don't like, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. what do you do? You don't want to get rid of Scott Gimple because um, he has a lot of creative foresight into the show, and he's got long-term plans. Um, but do you, you have to kind of make the fans happy, too, and say, all right, Scott's no longer – or maybe maybe you are upset with the direction he's taking the show – and you say, all right, you're going to have less to do. I mean, the guy got it. This is definitely a promotion. But the way I see it is like, so you got, <clears throat> so you have like someone like, so say you go to summer camp, right? Okay. And you have like, you have the camp director. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, he oversees the entire camp operations, but you have all the counselors and all those all those kids that basically run all the games, come up with all the content and do all that stuff. They bring it to the camp director and say, Hey, this is what we're going to do. And the director's like, yeah, cool. Um, and he doesn't really meddle too much with it. Uh, he just comes in when there's big problems. Mm-hmm. That's what I think the role that Scott Gimble is going to be playing as camp director. Now, like, Hey, I don't have creative input over every single episode. Now I just have input over overall story art, you know? And I, yeah. I think I- it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. I think this is AMC doubling down on Gimbal in that this was a long. They were. This is the the better title that made sense for him, considering he was going to be showrunner for Fear the Walking Dead and The Walking Dead. So, yeah. or maybe he was co. He was something, something on like Fear that, the Walking. Yeah. He was moved over to Fear the Walking Dead in a capacity that was going to see his attention split, or at least him doing Walking Dead year round. And I think that moving him up to chief content officer allows him to look at other possibilities. You know, maybe we rein in video games and we do something interesting there. I'm sure AMC is looking for ways to expand upon the success that is The Walking Dead. It's still a very popular show, even if it is seeing some rating dips. But I I think we're we're probably, if you're not a fan of Gimbal, you might be reading into this a little more thinking that he's going to have sure. less... Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say oversight. I think he'll definitely have less of the day-to-day input on Walking Dead. But like decisions like uh, that kill off characters, major story beats, who gets casted, stuff like that, I think he's still going to be involved in the major beats that people have major issues with. Now, that being said, like if we have a problem with a slow episode or some character development that isn't quite there, like I don't think... I don't think that'll be his fault. I think it'll it'll go on the showrunner. But the major arcs that happen, like you said, like he's probably <clears throat> going to be involved in those decisions so, still. My, and this okay. is all... I don't know. Nobody knows. It's just a stupid... What does chief content officer even mean? Like, I don't know. So let me... 
let me run this by you guys. And mm-hmm. uh, there's so much to read into this. You could. It all depends on what side of the fence you fall on for why they're doing it. Um, it's they're bailing out a sinking ship. The gimbal's screwing up. Gimbal's doing well. Um, but the interesting thing is, is I'm trying to find it now. Mm-hmm. There's a quote from Robert Kirkman. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's right here, and it's asking about Scott Gimple and his decision to kill off Carl in the in the season finale. And mm-hmm. Kirkman was quoted as saying, "I might have had a little bit of trepidation, but once he laid out to me exactly what his long term plans were and the things that come of it." And the things that it leads to, it was something I got on board with. Now, this is Robert Kirkman saying this. Now, is this Robert Kirkman just being like, "This show makes me a ton of money"? <laughs> I'm just gonna say it's. Good. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this. He's in the middle of suing AMC along with everybody else. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's in his best interest to, no matter what the bad decisions with the show are, to say. Yeah, I'm on board with everything because if he doesn't, he's not going to get the money he's suing them for, you know. Yeah, yeah see, I, I think that, that it's the same argument. We're going to fall on both sides of the fence because mm-hmm. there could be something really good coming, and we just don't know. I mean, we, it could be, it could yes. be. But uh, what my theory on what's going on is, I think that there's a little bit of everything going on. Um, I think AMC is worried about the numbers because they're going down. Um. Mm-hmm. I think they also know no sh- show lasts over 10 years unless you're The Simpsons with, or, or something like that where you can be – you're an episode-by-episode episode show. You're not telling a continuous story. Right. Uh, that's the only shows I know that go on for 20 years. I don't think they have enough storytelling for 20 years in here unless the show is going to take a drastically different dynamic from villain of the mo- of the season every season. Mm-hmm. You know I, what I mean? I think a lot of folks inject their personal opinions, rightfully so, that's what human beings do, but they, they inject their feelings into their analysis of what's going on. And um, you can really read into any statement. And, and I think when you read Robert Kirkman's uh, statement, it would be like, oh man he's pumped for some really cool stuff and i will i will agree with you lou and and bob that this show and the way they promote it there's been hype where hype is not necessary or even warranted um but mm-hmm. there's been other times where it's like yep trump something truly shocking is coming down the pipe and by gum they delivered with some with some shocking stuff and the internet was rocked but i it's so tough without seeing the whole thing and sometimes they're just like yeah, it's a television show. It's not going to last I, forever, but let's I, see this out. I think what's going on and what's going to end up being the goal is I think they're bringing in this new producer to oversee the season. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing that they're going to point the show in a new direction with the new showrunner. Um, and whether that's good or bad, I don't know. I'm hoping it's good. I'm hoping we see some new storylines. Um Mm-hmm. I feel like Gimbal is a little too caught up in uh, the same flow over and over and over and over again. Like, he's not trying to change the story dynamic. We're getting the same story season after season after season. I mean, I think that's why I've been able to predict a lot of crap going on. is because they follow a 
they follow a the same pattern over and over and over and over again. And I mm-hmm. think a new showrunner will change that. Uh, or at least that's what I hope. But I also think they don't want to throw him to the curb because he's done so much already. So that I think he's going to end up seeing overseeing more of Fear the Walking Dead and making sure that both universes coexist. Yeah. And, I, and, yeah. and, and should Walking Dead's numbers continue to go down, they can easily go, yep, we're halfway through season nine. Let's point this at an end direction, and our last last eight episodes will be pointed in an ending direction. Well, and then we yeah. can put all our focus on Fear the Walking Dead and try and get its numbers up. That's the beauty of an apocalypse zombie show is you can essentially end it. <laughs> like you whatever. End it uh, one bite to Rick's forearm, and it's like, it, we're all yeah, set. you know, there's all sorts of stuff you can do. I, to me, um, this is a huge, huge shift from the comics. Um, it's going to make the show less predictable, I think. And I think that's a good thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think I, I think if Robert Kirkman says he agrees with it, then who am I to say, you know, whatever? So no, I'm, I'm, exci- it, I'm excited. I, I mean, I, I, like I said, I'm sure he's excited because uh, he's probably going, yeah, this is a different direction than my thing. Maybe this is what the show needs to get numbers up. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? But in the and overall... He's never said anything bad about the show ever, even right. when the show has oh, done really true. bad. When the show has done things that literally all the fans go, "Oh, that was stupid," he still goes, "Oh, but it's great." And it's like, "No, it's not." But no. he loves the Walkie. The Walkie Dead's his baby. Of course, he's gonna love it. Like I exactly. I mean, I, and I know Bob. Like as I know a com- you too, Ryan. Yes, I know. But as a comic book reader, and I'm gonna channel one of our emailers that that will come up <laughs> in the near future, but. Um, as a comic book reader, I think your opinion is is very important here. When we when us non comic book readers talk about you know this re you know uh, repeat process of good bad good bad, that's the comic book. Like you correct. I mean, I, I, maybe the next good bad scenario after Negan is is more interesting than past good bad scenarios, but mm-hmm. it's still the same. Good, bad, good, bad. So, well, the difference, the diff- big difference is when, when you talk about comic books, mm-hmm. you're talking t- 20 pages at a time. And it's okay to have good, bad, good, bad when you get it a month at a time because right. you're basically leading up to good, bad, good, bad all the time. You're basically like, so, you know, in the comics, the first issue, you know, it's Rick getting out of the hospital. It's Rick finding Shane. Uh, it's Rick killing Shane. <laughs> yeah, like, ah! that was the whole you first know? issue, right? But then it then it goes to you know traveling for a while and talking and le- learning and meeting new characters. But like when you start to read them all as they come out month by month, it's just a constant buildup. So like the good bad feels way further apart because mm-hmm. um, it's month like you said month it's yeah, month to month exactly. not week so to week so we're getting it we're getting it week to week with 6 months off in between um so yeah i mean it's hard to take away from that format because what else do you do like do you you can't honestly the problem is you can't have an interesting show where they constantly just kill or run away from zombies <laughs> um well, no, you need, but they you could, need they to can, have that they could definitely tell a different story though yeah, you're not wrong. They they got to have, um, you know, some conflict within stories like they used to have, or, um, you know, it, it, it's just we. I don't this know. This is the storyline that that they've adapted, and and maybe it's the, 
maybe it's the storyline's problem and not not the show's yeah. problem is is where I'm hoping I'm, I'm hoping from. that this this Carl's death thing and I still see all the videos on YouTube where like oh yeah Carl was gonna be fine like i kind of hope not because i would love to see a departure from the comic books at this point just to see where the show goes you know i, I think he's dead like he's oh uh, yeah if he's not dead in all honesty i see show num. Uh, i see numbers going down yeah not up uh, because they're gonna it. go they go, I, I think fans are gonna see it and go well that was a waste it'll be like another glenn dumpster death yeah <laughs> and I, you can only, you can only play that card so many times. You mean and zero? I feel, huh. well, no, I mean they've played it a couple of times where they made us think Glenn was gonna die, and then they said no, he's not, and then they killed him again. You know what I mean? Like you can only do that to fans so many times. True. They they just go, you know what? I'm bored of this now. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if Glenn's gonna come back now. No, he's he. he uh, I'm just kidding. I'm I just... will find you, but no, you won't. You're you're dead. Um, I, I I think that Walking Dead is back in just over a month, and I think all of us will be excited to see how they conclude Carl's story. And that's... he's gonna. I think they confirmed him two episodes, right? Oh, did they? Uh, something like that. I, I, thought I, I, read... I, I thought it was one more, but if it is two, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, it's a slow death, so maybe they. Maybe they they drag it through. I I hope not. I, I mean, it was brutal watching the last few minutes of the of the mid season finale. But I'm mm. and here's the other thing too. Like I don't think I mentioned this on the show. I know I mentioned it to Lou. I got the second volume, the second compendium for The Walking Dead. So now I have two two heavy reasons to read the comics. Two unread compendiums is yes. what you have now. I I feel like if I keep buying <laughs> compendiums, I'll eventually read them. <clears throat> um the thing is i want to read you're the never comments. gonna read them i am gonna read them you keep telling me i'm not gonna read them and eventually i feel like i will be <laughs> no i will read them um <laughs> i want to read them and have have a conversation that 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 is backed up by comic knowledge and not just you know hearsay in wikipedia reading you know um because i think there's a mm. part of that conversation that isn't happening that that might i don't need to know what happens in the future of the show but ha- knowing at least what's going on in the show and how mm-hmm. it was adapted from the comics <clears throat> would be it's interesting it's definitely interesting mm-hmm. um all right well <clears throat> we got <laughs> i don't want to go into this topic to be honest with you, oh but... you're gonna love it you're gonna love it uh-huh um, we should have gave you right, a clip so to I... play huh do you have any z nation clips that from 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 yesteryear uh, I have. You must have capped. Famous rhubarb preserves. <laughs> you um, cap I, anything? I think, I do, I think I do somewhere, and I just I don't have it on the soundboard. That's okay. Yeah, it's probably for the best. Yeah, I may have burned them. You must have like a DJ Quails from the first episode. <laughs> I'm sure. I, I do. I remember when we watched it. I had something. Yeah. Uh, I'll try and find it while you guys start trying to convince me to watch Z freaking nation so so i want to set this up and then i want to i want to let lou take over for a bit because i know lou watched you said the entirety of the first season previous i've watched everything but like the last uh the last uh two episodes hey hold on i want to see what this is okay i know you're out there oh yeah i can see you running hiding 
killing, surviving. I've seen it all. Is this it? Yeah, oh yeah, this is it. The Zompocalypse. And I gotta tell you people, we've been getting our asses kicked. This is also well, kind of a the day that all that changes. That's right, I'm not just watching anymore. It's time to kick some zombies like, ass. Gunners on or this something. is Citizen Z broadcasting live via broadband, low band, VHF, UHF, Skynet. If you can get a signal, then you can find me, thanks to our friends at the NSA. Now all I need is somebody, anybody, everybody to get back to me because that's how it starts. If you're still alive, you're probably some kind of some kind of genetically predisposed badass. Whoa. And all we gotta do is get organized and the zombies don't stand a chance. Uh -huh. oh. Here's a little something still, oh. for all you out still there with 3,000 miles of bad road between you and home. It, I hope it, you can hear it. It's sad because <laughs> this dialogue is so terrible. But he has moments in the show where they put him in situations that are like super serious, and he acts, and you go, and, and then they're gonna in ten minutes they're gonna put him back in front of that mic, and he's gonna say some of the dumbest things I've ever heard. So <laughs> that clip sets up the problems with the first episode really well. But anyway, I want to set this the segment up. So basically, for the next three episodes, set me for, up, Ryan. So for the next two weeks that we're all together, it's gonna be. Ryan and Lou convince Bob to watch Z Nation. Whether we're successful at the end of those three specials, we shall see. But the point of this is, through Extra Life, lovely donators uh, got us to the first half of Z Nation um, to to make me watch it. And Lou has been gracious enough to tag along again. So You're I want to make me feel bad. Here, no, 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 like, no, no, no. I will tell you right. I will tell you right now. I I watched out one episode while my wife and I were making dinner, and she was like, no, just turn it off. It's so bad, I can't handle it anymore. So uh, she bad. only made it through about half of an episode. So I'm not going to tell you that this is, like, the best show on TV, but for crap television, it can be pretty entertaining. If it, the, the, th the thing So basically, we're going to watch two episodes each week, and yes, Lou's correct. That anecdote, Lou's wife is absolutely correct. It's It's not... A good television show. It's not even the like. Here's the thing: when you look like, at zombies eating people type zombie TV shows, uh -huh. you have The Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead, and Z Nation. Uh -huh. I wouldn't even put. I mean, you can maybe pseudo include Ash vs Evil Dead, but it's not really on the same level. And I Zombie, while a superior zombie show, doesn't really have that same. So it's a different kind of show. Yeah, if you're looking for the survival horror TV show, Z Nation is one of your few alternate options. The first episode's terrible, so if you're listening to my voice, as soon as you get to the part where they find the baby, just, just skip skip, ahead. skip skip the rest of the episode and 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 know that um, the guy from Lost bites it, dies. The baby dies but don't worry the baby turned into a zombie so i don't know how that happened but it happened and they go on the road to continue the mission because Without dj quail says hey everybody you should you should go this way that's about it you should skip the rest of the first episode because what yeah. happens there turn turned us off for four years of watching this show just let that sink in it, it left a taste in our mouth so bad that we didn't come back until we had to do it for charity so <laughs> Think about that. Uh, now, Lou, so, you have thoughts. So, Go. So the second episode has a more interesting plot. 
something we don't see in The Walking Dead, which I thought was creative. Mm-hmm. And they're making their way to California, and they realize they're all out of fuel. Something you don't see in The Walking Dead. When was the last time you saw our heroes run out of fuel and have to scavenge for fuel? Never. They always seem to magically have enough gas to get someplace or get to the next stop. You never hear about them having to stop for three, like three days to look for fuel or something. And this episode is about them needing running on fumes and needing to find a place to fill up. And <laughs> they realize that there is actually a fuel refinery nearby and that they're going to try and refuel there. Only to realize it's overrun with zombies and not only is it overrun with zombies, there's zombies floating around in the gas tank. <laughs> you are convincing me so far. Yeah, this, and, to not second, watch it. Oh, to no. not watch it. Oh no. No, and you don't even realize like they stiff pumping fuel and then someone holds a flashlight over the tank and looks down. They're like, oh, shit, there's zombies floating in this. <laughs> it, uh, okay, so in that second episode, they introduce some new characters or they flesh out some new characters that were just dropped in at the end of episode one. You have this yeah. kid who's like a super soldier, basically. His name is 10,000. And the reason being is that he's he's Legolas from Lord of the Rings where he's just killing zombies and he's counting. You know, and once he gets to 10,000... I will say, I will spoil something. Okay. Because uh, I, I, I've spoiled it for you already. Yeah, of course. Is it, they, 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 the, the old guy says to the kid, what's your name? And he goes, 10,000. And he goes, Did, like, a, like he makes some kind of joke, like, like in other words, stupid kids or whatever. And he goes, <laughs> what does it mean? And he goes, that's how many zombies I'm going to kill. And he goes, well, then what are you going to do? Up your name to, to 20,000? And he goes, no. When I reach ten thousand, my name becomes John. And he goes, "Wait, your oh. name becomes your name becomes John." And he goes, "Yeah, is that your real name?" And he goes, "No, I just like the name John, and I'm gonna become John." And later on, they explain it, they explain why he has to kill ten thousand zombies. And it's actually not a bad explanation. I don't know if I buy that. I, I feel like I feel like Bob has paid Lou under the table because the, the, <laughs> the thing is there there are there are it, Lou's right in in when they go searching for gas they it's an interesting setup where it's an episode about them going to a refinery to to steal a gas truck filled with with gas so they can take it on their convoy to because they need they, they're not just traveling to find somewhere to stay they're traveling to across, tra- the across the country for to take this murphy character who's immune um because he's been bitten and i love that setup that setup i was always fine with that but there's stuff in the first episode I... where it's just bad but with this refinery it's similar to the walking dead in that nothing ever goes your way because the zombies and people in general just always throw a wrench into things but usually in interesting ways that make the story less, oh man, here comes the bad, and more, oh, how are they going to get out of this one kind of thing. And they, and, and at the end of the first episode, they pick up some, they rescue some woman who's like in a cell, mm-hmm. like dangling or something. I can't remember the exact details. Uh, but they rescue her, and she's joined their group, and she, I wouldn't say she doesn't have any skills, she does. But she won't talk about her past, and they see a couple of guys on the road on her bike drive past, and the two guys point at them like, 
we're coming for you, and then they go by. And they just kind of all are paranoid. And then later on, they find one of the guys, he's been ditched on the side of the road, and he's th- he's hitching a ride. Mm-hmm. And they pull over, and he's the one that tells them about the refinery. So the whole time they go to the refinery, you think it's a trap, you think it's a setup, and it isn't. Uh, yeah. They but- actually have a really cool way of figuring out how to lure the zombies so they have yeah. this little music box and they say okay you two go up there and hook it up to a pie it's a really loud music box evidently and and play it and then while the zombies are going after that we'll fix the refinery so we can pump the gas into the truck and we can steal it and we can get out of here because the main reason the biker guy said we know of the refinery and the reason the gas is still there because it's surrounded by zombies and rightfully so it was uh, I will say, as a negative to the bad that happens in this episode, is that Murphy as a character is just downright I, selfish and silly, and that he's yeah. the one that throws the wrench in such a spectacularly awful way. And But it plays into the fact that he's the one they're they're transporting, so they have to keep him alive. They can't... In any other show, if he wasn't this special, they would have put him out of his misery. Him. Yeah, because what he does is he drives a truck into i think it's uh, a part of the refinery and makes a bunch of noise and gas starts to leak and of course it's going to explode so i think they get like maybe a fraction of the fuel that they're looking for but that would be the negative but it didn't seem it wasn't so bad that i i I was uninterested it just it it played into this character that is he's a bumbling fool but he's important because he he showcases the possible cure to this he's the biggest asshole you'd ever meet but he's the cure to this virus that has wiped out humanity nearly so you kind of have to look at him as this revered asshole you know Hmm. it sucks but it's the reality and so in in this episode as well uh, the citizen z up at the arctic circle Mm -hmm. he's less campy than he is in the first episode they really tone that back quite a bit Mm-hmm. Um, he's still trying to direct them uh, via like his satellite cameras that he's watching everybody all over the all over the place with, and it's a little it's wicked cheesy. I won't lie about that that, his, that he can see them what the way he's seeing them and communicate with them is kind of cheesy. But he notices that there's like somebody on a uh, like a uh, what's it called uh, like a dog sled coming towards him because he's stranded at the Arctic Circle. And when he gets to the gate on the other side of the base to open it up, he finds out that they've basically all froze to death, the dogs and the guy. And he ends up having to kill a bunch of zombie dogs and finds out there's one left. And so he ends up rescuing a dog so he's not alone anymore. It's him and a dog stranded at the Arctic Circle, and he jokes with the dog, yep, there was food here for ten years. Now there's five, but don't worry. You know, like, it's okay. At least I'm not alone anymore. You guys, uh, I don't know if you understand that you're supposed to try to sell me to watch it, right? Okay, now now that's the second episode. So what is the sticking point that we t- we said that is making you not want to watch it? Like, what's the biggest point that you can bring up that's like, that sounds terrible, Ryan and Lou? Uh... <laughs> You can't pick one, can you? Well, I was going to say, like, can we just go back to the start of this segment and then just kind of go through there? Well, just pick one. Uh, you don't have to be a dick about it. 
I don't know, man. Like, just the way you guys are describing it, it's just like... So, picture... <clears throat> so, I hate to say it like this. Okay, but... yeah, no, but you should. I want to hear no, it. No, no, no. Be honest. No, I'm no, not no. saying I love you guys, this show. Oh, it's terrible. It's, it's, it's you guys terrible, have no idea. But... You guys have no idea what I'm about to say. No, so that's true. We like, don't. Go ahead. So, you know how, like... <clears throat> <laughs> can't even say it. So, you know how, like... <laughs> and not because I watched this, but you know how, like, in the porn industry, they always have the spoofs what? of, like, the big TV shows and movies? Okay. Yep. But they're filled with porn. And, like, Can I just, just stop you there acting? and say, like, you could have said, like, scary movie and not involve porn at all? Like, I could have, but this is better. <laughs> okay, like, okay. It's that bad? I, I, feel, like, I feel like this <laughs> is essentially that from The Walking Dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, when, we dis- when, wrong. We discussed epi- when we discussed episode three... It absolutely is exactly what you're calling it, because they do the entire Hunter plotline in one episode in, in 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 the first season. Oh, but I, you know what? In the th- so in the third episode, they they reveal where uh, the lady in the cage came from, and that she was basically this slave lady slave at a cult where they it was a it was a community where in order to survive this the a great um, famine. They just started eating people. And, and they used her as a lure. Yeah, she's basically, actually funny that you meant, not funny that you mentioned it, because it's actually really terrible, is that they had these three women as part of this cult, and their jobs were to um, pose as um, companions, we'll say, in trailers. Uh, and what they would do is they would lure people in as like, this is oh, well, if you love our exotic women, then come right here. And what happens is as soon as you get the guy vulnerable, you taser him. And then they'd like, they did the whole, you remember, um, not, well, yes, the Walking Dead with the Hunter plotline, but also the Walking Dead Telltale game where they, they cut off the guy's legs and he's still alive and they're eating them. Yeah. They do that way creepier than I've ever seen in yeah, any of the Walking fun. Dead. Okay, like, the special effects are the same kind of asylum cheesy crap that the whole show is, but Mm. when you see what they're doing and how they're portraying it, you go, oh, this is cheesy, but it's kind of gross and creepy, and I... And they obviously kill everybody and get away, and you're like, oh, thank God. I could not deal with this if they were going to do two more episodes of this stuff. Oh, yeah. It ends in an explosion gunfight, and... And it's, but it's so fitting to the show, and and I think this the third episode kind of shows what the what the what the show is capable of, in that it's it's fun and campy and silly, but also can do the creep factor. Also, and, I, I want to say one of the things they do that's cheesy but clever in the third mm-hmm. episode is they're driving through Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and that is where the Liberty Bell is. Oh, yeah. and and there's a bunch of guys in a pickup truck driving along and one of the characters goes wait do they have the liberty bell in the back of that pickup truck Mm -hmm. and they do there's this liberty bell being ridden around in the back of the pickup truck and then out of nowhere something happens and i can't remember if the pickup truck uh hits a zombie or it hits a telephone pole but the liberty bell goes flying out of the back of the pickup truck and like rolling down a street and basically takes out like 50 zombies i think they took and a c- corner too quick because they, they yeah. took the truck and they're like well it's the liberty bell we might as well take it with us for some stupid reason but i i think if anything just to get it, the it, shot it, of the it, bell killing well, people it's, but 
it's it, and it's not our heroes that are driving the truck. It's a couple of guys. It's n- it's not even characters that are related. Oh, okay. Then you're right. Then they and, probably and, crashed. And, and 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 they do something, and the bell ends up flying off the thing. It ends up killing a whole bunch of zombies and ringing, and it's kind of funny and also kind of clever at the same time. So so here's the thing. I I hundred percent agree with Lou in that the they're doing these i think the third episode is really where it hits its stride the second episode features a lot of stuff some of the stuff that would have turned you off from the first episode nothing as bad as the baby zombie but still some like these these cackling character moments where it's like haha i was bad the whole time and you must come back with us but it sets up the third episode and and, and not only that it's kind of funny when characters go ha and everybody goes yeah we kind of know yeah, like they, like, they, like it, 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 it's like it, the show goes. Yep, we're gonna show you the cheese, and then it goes. Yeah, but everybody already knows it's cheese. You I th- go, oh, okay. I think there's a literal line in the second episode where it's like, it just looks so much easier in the movies. But I can't remember what he was doing. I think it might have been something I with a vehicle. I think he's filling up the gas, and I think they had to siphon the gas. Oh right, and, and he and he has to take one of the characters has to take a big mouthful of gas, and he's like, "Oh God, this is so much easier in the movies." Yeah, it, honestly, okay. So Bob, now that we're done with episode three, how are you feeling? I've completely changed my mind. No, really? and I don't, and I don't expect you to. But my, my suggestion is, you're bored some afternoon and you're playing games. Nah. Put, put no. it on. <laughs> yeah, put it. Put it on the I'm TV and 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 just you know, it's never gonna be. It's not. This is not masterful art. No. But uh, and, but they do clever ideas. The problem is mm-hmm. is that the, the, the every time they do something clever, they do something really bad, and you go, oh, why did they do that? That's basically <laughs> how it works in porn too. I'm pretty sure. I I so I've I, heard. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's done by Asylum. I, I'm not surprised if they didn't have porn tie-ins. Oh God! <laughs> I uh, what, what I will so it sounds like it's impossible to convince you. About it. There's so much great zombie content out there. Like this now that so, Z Nation, I've been watching Z Nation. It's right next to iZombie in my continue watching queue, and it's a little frustrating that i that i'm making time for z nation and not iZombie because i feel like iZombie we could have a, a really good conversation about that show but we're gonna watch mm-hmm. four more episodes so two for the next time we record and I, I honestly i'm i'm looking forward to continuing will i finish the season i don't know am i gonna watch all four seasons probably not but this thing just keeps getting renewed and there are character actors th- that are brought into this show that that actually look interesting so and i I like dj quails even if they're giving him stupid shit from the new guy lines it's just i i will say there is an episode later Mm -hmm. where his storyline is almost the whole episode and it's really really clever uh i I guess since Bob's not going to, you're going to probably get to that episode, Ryan. Okay. But uh, but since Bob's not going to want, not going to watch it, I should probably just spoil it now. He ends up thinking he sees like a Russian like escape pod from the mm-hmm. space station oh, floating okay. over the planet, and 
He goes outside and he thinks he rescues a Russian cosmonaut. He brings the guy inside and him and the dog are like talking to this guy and the guy's telling him about what it was like to be on the space station. And then he starts to realize that what this guy's telling him is not making a whole lot of sense. And what he realizes is that the 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 basically the air filter in the Arctic base is clogged. And he's going through asphyxiation, and it all is a hallucination. And it becomes a mad dash for him to try and re-change uh, the filters before he suffocates to death. So f what you're saying is Fear the Walking Dead stole the <laughs> Russian cosmonaut <laughs> and the air filter idea from Z Nation. Interesting. Yes. Yes. Huh. Well, see, here's the thing. If I had more time to watch TV, I would probably add this to my rotation as just a guilty pleasure, which is some the exact words emailers have been using for the last four years is that Z Nation is their guilty pleasure. I thought we were going to go into this and I would be struggling. But honestly, when I finished the first and I rewatched the first episode just to, out of due diligence, I didn't have to. And I wish I didn't because it's terrible. But the second and third episode in comparison are very watchable. Um, and I know, Bob, you don't have as much free time as, as the next guy, but I agree with Lou in that if you're ever playing WoW or Hearthstone and you need something interesting to play on the second screen, Z Nation is a great second screen experience. Because while I was watching it, I was I was just, I had uh, Abby for the, Ashley was out, so I had Abby, and I was just trying to keep her asleep. And that's what i was doing is just you know bouncing her and watching z nations and so i yeah as long as you're not bouncing z nation and watching her i guess that's all right well that would I, be so bad i'm not saying i'm never gonna watch the show i'm just saying everyone's like hey this is my guilty pleasure hey uh you know oh, no. blah 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 I, I, will, like, I will totally admit there were a couple of episodes towards the end of the season that i watched in high speed because I was like, I just need to understand where the plot's going, because this episode is really dumb. So I shouldn't laugh. I do listen to the podcasts at high speed, but like something about watching the watching a video. Does Netflix support that? Like, how do you do that? Uh, it was back when it was on. I think Hulu. Or you could Amazon, speed it yeah. up, or Amazon. You could speed it up and wow. watch it at a faster speed. Huh. Something about that sounds interesting. Entertaining. <laughs> yeah, more entertaining than. Man, I don't know. I've never done that before. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I think um, I, I think I definitely I'll end up watching it. I, I just don't know if I'm ever gonna be like, okay, you guys are all right. It was definitely a guilty pleasure. Like I, I remember that first episode. It's bad. I remember don't not enjoying it. it. <laughs> no, I I I hated the first episode. But the, like I said, it, the weird thing about the show is not that it's a good show, but they do and I they do ideas like. Uh, not a big spoiler for the next episode, but the next episode revolves around that we're going to talk about revolves around them trying to get to an air force base, thinking that they can catch a flight that will take them to California. And when they get there, uh, it sounds like everything is going great. And then they realize that the situation they've put themselves in is not what they think it is. And, yeah. it, it, and you totally don't see it coming. Or you see it coming, but you go, yeah, Walking Dead never did anything cool like this. Because in The Walking Dead, they never meet a military guy who's, like, they never reach a military base and go, oh, wow, there's still troops here and they're fighting the zombies. No, no, no. 
every time they come across a military base or a military a, a band of troops, they're all dead. You know what I mean? Hmm. And in this, they come across a bunch of military guys in a military base that are alive and are fighting hmm. off the zombies. You know? It's, yeah. It's a show that's tough to recommend. Uh, that When we it first is- watched it, that first episode, that last 15 minutes, made it easy to poo-poo all over it and then never go back uh and i admit i admit that now like that and that's something that an emailer has said in the past is that that first episode that last 15 minutes is rough you need to give it another shot it's like oh, we'll see we'll see so but again like i'm not i'm not sit, i have to watch it you know i'm not sitting here i'm not gonna trick you into watching it i'm t- i'm being honest yeah. with my opinion so yeah. <clears throat> but we we have two more weeks we have four more episodes to convince you Something along the line <laughs> might come that that convinces you. Who knows? You just got like next time, just like lie. You're just gonna be like, bah. <laughs> I mean, this I might lie by the end. Thing happened. <laughs> I might lie. Maybe not next episode, but the, the episode after that, I might lie. We'll see. It, it'd just be like, dude, you'll never guess what happened in this last. And I'm gonna just take your word for it. And be like, no friggin' way. Yeah, Lou and I are gonna like uh, we're gonna send some DMs across Discord and be like, all right, let's get our story straight here. <laughs> what, do you, what do we think Bob right. would want to hear? <laughs> So before we get out of here, and uh, I go watch Z. No, I'm just kidding. Before we get out of here, we got a couple, a uh, little bit of feedback. We got, a, I guess, a backlog of feedback that we're gonna we try do. and get through. We're gonna, we're gonna do a couple at a time, right? Just do a couple at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're just gonna All do right. these first two, and then uh, we have two more. So Aaron and Pete, if you're still waiting, they're coming. But first, we have an email from uh, Tal who says, "Hi, Ryan, Bob, and Lou." Bob asked some interesting questions about why fans are staying away from The Walking Dead. My original theory is simply that we're going through a sort of flat moment of storytelling. The first, this was, And this is in response to the first half, uh, the first section of the season of The Walking Dead. The first four episodes have been all too similar, not a lot of character exploration or the sort of posing of moral questions that has made The Walking Dead so compelling for a general audience. There's also been some pretty poor writing, most notably in the fifth episode with the horribly contrived fight between Daryl and Rick. Neither of those characters is that stupid, and so the writers shouldn't be either. I think some of the attempts to break up the war scenes have been a little ham-fisted and without appealing to the particular relationships and challenges that make The Walking Dead so interesting. However, as a fan of general zombie material, I have still found the episodes okay, rated against the low bar of your typical zombie fare. I like the way the fifth episode tried to redeem Negan's philosophy, kill the right people the wrong way, and save you'll save lives and introduce some much-needed nuance to the series. I'm guessing we're going to have to get to a point where saviors and everyone else have to choose who is the lesser evil out of Rick and Negan, and I think that could be interesting. I still really enjoy Negan whenever he's speaking, and he has sort of taken the place of Abraham in terms of delivering great lines. So as always, I'm trying to give it some space to develop. Uh, So overall, I think numbers are dropping because the human aspects of the stories aren't really getting a lot of play at the moment. At the same time, I think the aberration was that a zombie show ever received such high audience numbers, not that they are dropping away now. Did I skip a line? I think I did. Anyways, the <laughs> show is... Email. I'll let it go. Yeah, the show is possibly not so appealing to fair-weather fans, but still holds some value for zombie fans. The idea of weaponizing zombieism in a human war was something I've never seen before, and so, just as for instance, it's not like they aren't doing anything interesting... Finally, I don't pay attention to the critical review of each episode because I find the group think a little overwhelming and one-sided. 
I prefer to take the good with the bad, and I don't expect the show to always scratch every itch I have. I find that the insightful and thoughtful treatment the show gets from Zamp uh, is all I need to enrich my zombie viewing mm-hmm. experience. Anyways, I look forward to finding out if Z Nation really is that bad. All the best, Tal. So, so go ahead. <clears throat> I've I've talked enough. I uh, first of all, I think you crossed the line a little bit, like. Negan delivers some great lines, but there is no replacing Abraham in my heart. Um, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I, I I love this email. I love the thought behind it. So, yeah, they're dropping numbers because of the human aspects. We aren't getting that right now. We're getting we're just getting an action packed season at this point, right? It's all just run and gun, fight and fight and fight. There's not a lot of character development and build up and relationships and all that stuff. I completely, 100% agree with you. Um, but yeah, I like your idea of not paying attention to the the reviews of each episode because there is a definitely a mob mentality going on that um, you you end up. I think it sways your decision one way or another. Um, but yeah, I, I really appreciate that email. Thank you. Thank you for sending all that in and, you know, thanks for enjoying the show for so long. That, that's awesome. I, I, I would also like to say that, uh, besides doing this show, I really don't read any, read any critical reviews mm-hmm. of the episodes. Yeah. Uh, very rarely, only if I need to uh, want to know something in advance before I watch the episode, like I'll see something on Twitter is going crazy and I'll be like, what is the thing everybody's talking about? So that I know what to look for when I see the episode. Oh, uh, this guy has it in one paragraph of this review. He wrote of the thing. Okay. That's the thing I need to pay attention to. All right, whatever. And then I move on. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't read walking dead news all the time. Like Mm -hmm. a lot of, a lot of stuff does. I just, I feel like the show is, been so formulaic for the last couple seasons Mm -hmm. it's really not hard to figure out what's going on in the show from episode to episode yeah you're 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 not wrong i think um like you talked about you get the mob the the bad guy mentality right like that's kind of how it's been working for a while so um i don't know I, i i agree with you i think it gets a little static or stagnant rather um I don't know. What do you think, Ryan? I mean, so she uh, basically they're saying um, there's there for there zombie are... fans, right? Mm-hmm. It still holds some value, not just the fair. What she she is a she or he? No, he. he he yeah. I don't know why I got a she out of that, but it's fine. Um, <clears throat> sorry, sir. Uh, and uh, so, do you think the show definitely still holds value for zombie fans in general? Or do you think they're losing them too? I think they're losing them. That's my personal opinion. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's tough. It's tough to say. I think with what they're doing with All at War, it's alienating a, a percentage of each camp, you know, where the comic mm-hmm. book fans are like, well, in the comics, and then the non comic book fans who are just looking for zombie stuff, it's like, well, it's just a lot of shooting zombies in the head and shooting people in the head. And there's a lot of death, you know, but. I agree with our, uh, you know, and it, it, we we keep asking this. I think it's pronounced Tal, right? I, I could be wrong. I'm sorry. Uh, I think we I think we made not jokes, but we were trying to figure it out. We we, we did the we do this every time, and I apologize. He is an active emailer, and he's super awesome, and he's and he, he's very good with his emails. But I, I just 
I, I think he's right in that there's just enough there alienating every person, uh, every camp, a, a percentage enough that, that ratings are dropping and people's opinions are dropping, even on this show. I mean, if and, you compare... and I don't think that there's any easy way to fix those numbers dropping either. I don't no. think that the an- I don't think the answer is do X with the show, do Y with the show. I I think something that might help the show is if they slowed down the pace again after this season for next season and 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 leaned us into a slower developing story. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. They they're doing interesting things in this season with using weaponizing zombies. I thought that was amazing. You know, they're mm-hmm. doing bad things in this season. Rick and Daryl getting in a hissy fight. That was terrible. You know, you you didn't need them to go at it for them to hate each other. You know, I think they were doing a good job at separating them without the fisticuffs. The thing is, though, this is the first season where we've had two full seasons of one bad guy and one struggle. So I think you're right, Lou, in that the next season when they resolve Negan, um, we will get a slow build up to the next bad guy. The, the type of episodes that we really love, you know, where they're building up to this this thing. You know, I remember the episode before the episode where Negan was introduced in the season finale of six. We loved that episode because it was this, this tension building, and they spent spent a whole season building up the saviors and and this Negan character, and that was great. And then mm-hmm. we've had two seasons of this uh, this uh, confrontation between. Uh, Negan and Rick and I think they're building up to a conclusion but it's a conclusion that we normally would have gotten in a year but instead we're getting it in in two and a half so I I think it's just playing a little long right now in the two so that's kind of where I'm at with with the whole rating dropping it's alienating a lot of pockets of audiences across across the band you know yeah well thank you for that email towel uh we love emails that really make you Think about the entire uh, tidy series, not just this the current season that we're in. So thank you for that email. And uh, we got one more. We got a question from a, a good friend of ours too, Ryan. Yeah. So uh, last couple of months of 2017, uh, uh, Lou, who is a active participant on the Citadel Cafe, Joel's podcast. He's you're on once a month, correct, Lou? Yeah, I'm a once a month guest. Yeah. So I have popped on on the episode to talk about the Last Jedi. And we often, you know, he said, oh, how's how's everything going? What's new? And we talk about The Walking Dead and we, you know, Lou and I trade trade spars uh, when on the on each episode. <laughs> like Joel said, well, Lou said, and I was like, well, if Lou said that, then I'm going to say this. And then so and so I'm, I'm joking, of course. But yeah. uh, his, his question that he posed to us was with The Walking Dead heading to some sort of conclusion due to the story or AMC related issues. Would you rather see it go to Netflix and continue or have AMC spin it off? And I think he's referring to The Walking Dead Prime in it heading to its natural conclusion due to either the story they, or issues. Yeah, I think what he's saying is is if some of the characters moved on and Netflix spun it off to another show. And I, and I think it needs to just die. Wow. Well, no, Let the I past die, am I right? Well, no, I don't Whoa. mean that in a bad way. Is that <clears throat> When Walking Dead comes to a conclusion, they're already doing Fear the Walking Dead. What mm-hmm. I would rather see is we get our conclusion, and then maybe in Fear the Walking Dead, 
they don't necessarily join the cast of The Walking Dead, but if Morgan is joining the cast of Fear the Walking Dead and those characters make it back east, I would love to see an episode where Morgan and his own group have their own city or own town, say, a thousand miles away, and they need to trade for supplies. And we get cameos from Rick's group where it's they've come to trade hmm. with Rick for ammo or whatnot. Or say, hey, we're having a problem of our own. You think you could lend us a hand? You know what I mean? Where we don't necessarily get a get the whole cast of Fear of Walking Dead joining Fear the Walking Dead, but we get like three episodes where Rick comes to help them build a, build better defenses for their town or something. I think that that would be an interesting aspect to see, mm-hmm. without us getting a full. We can wrap up Walking Dead and then still see our friends once in a while. You know what I mean? Yeah, I. Gotcha. I I would prefer, like, I I made fun of Lou and, and referenced The Last Jedi all at the same time, but I, I would prefer <laughs> them, like, if ne- if AMC dropped it and said, you know, we have a strong relationship with Netflix, Netflix, you can have the rights to produce and, and showcase a Walking Dead spinoff, I really still want them to go elsewhere. Don't do United States. Yes. Don't do uh, Mexico. Do Do Europe. Uh, do asia do australia you know do do something with accents do canada i mean i don't know just do something different uh do different, something with accents do yeah canada. do something with well okay i that, that was a comma do hey. do cold you know like i want to see the winter you know that game what's that game called um the long dark let's see the long dark with zombies you know you see that zombie eh? yeah <laughs> it's just trailer park boys it's like oh shoot hey eh, my oh boy eh? oh boy oh, sorry about that eh? oh your hoser eh? uh no it's just strange brew but with zombies or canadian yeah, right. bacon with zombies honestly <clears throat> I, um, I feel like that would be really cool here's here's my thought um first of all joel is 100 percent right <laughs> something's gonna happen either well so can't know, last forever yeah i i don't know if it'll be issues or if it'll be just getting you know you know, kind of where we're at, but um, yeah, I would love to see. I would love to see the show end in a way where it can get spun off. Mm-hmm. I don't think it necessarily has to die, but they're already taking the strides to make sure that they veer from the comic books. So why not end the show in a way where, surprisingly, our heroes are all like you know they're not all dead they maybe they don't all have to die you know what i mean um and we get a show that's still the walking dead prime but instead of all of our heroes working together to be better people or whatever we get like two or three stories netflix style Mm. of our heroes with new groups or new adventures or solo adventures Kind of like uh, The Walking Dead Michonne. A little bit, yeah. But not so, terrible is more, what you're saying. More like, but not bad. More like, more like I was thinking Black Mirror Walking Dead Edition. Oh, See, so exactly. Good. Something, something where we get 
one or two episodes of like a short story in the same universe exactly Mm. and like we don't always have to have a daryl or a rick or a leader like that but we can have the walking dead and it'll just be like you said it'll be short little stories maybe maybe it is two or three episodes and then we come back to them you know next season you know and see where they're at but we just get all connected, maybe even all in the same state. You know, maybe they are all in Georgia or you know something like that. And maybe you have cameos from some of your your Walking Dead Prime cast. But I don't know. I think it's got potential to have the namesake live on, where we don't have to um, follow the same characters constantly. I think Netflix has done a good job of making sure they they handle that kind of stuff. You know, I think that's honestly a really great idea. And you could do. You could do like, hey, here's a snippet of what's going on in a different part of the world without having to build up these characters. You could just have a guy, a guy with a really sweet accent killing zombies. I think. Eh? Eh? No, okay, come on. That, comma, new idea, zombies in Canada. Before that, zombies being killed by people with accents. So, yeah, so... Eh? Eh? <laughs> and, uh... So I I don't know I just like I kind of like the idea of like oh so you're following this character and she uh, she's surviving with her daughter you know and and she's Irish and, maybe and she's Irish yeah <laughs> <laughs> but not but not survival of the dead or diary of the dead or whatever the hell that stupid movie was um, but imagine like so you watch an episode or two two or three episodes with her surviving with her her daughter and and she's Australian. You know, <laughs> Christ, Ryan. Sorry, go ahead. Um, so at the end of the episode, she she finds a radio and she starts talking to a guy. And then the next episode, you find out this guy's over in Colorado or where, I'm sorry, where where do you want him to go with uh, the accent? Uh, Russia. Let's go Russia. Right. So say this guy's in Russia. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> in in Soviet. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Zombies so, eat you. Wait, what? You know then. Then you get then you get his side of the story, you know, and like maybe they're all interconnected in some you know meaningless little way, but it's something to piece it all together. I don't know. I it's got potential, man. Like zombie content, zombie story, it doesn't have to be. I, I mean, not just that, but one of the things I think is interesting is the comic has done this a couple of times. Didn't uh, didn't they license it out to somebody in South America? Who did like a twelve episode miniseries that takes place in some place in South America? That uh, they've done this before. So I think I don't. I think you're right. I think I there is some some spinoff. There's a one episode. I, I think there's a one issue arc where they did South America, but I could. Yeah, remember. I don't think it was Africa. I think it was South America. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't remember exactly off the top of my head, unfortunately. But yeah, you're. Yeah, I. I just think we have so much untapped potential here you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like just like the universe is ripe for stories it just doesn't have to be about our main heroes we've been hearing about for the last 10 years exactly exactly and like i would love to have fresh content every single week like something new something different you know different personalities different characters that i don't have to get too emotionally invested in so if they die you know and that's just it too you can watch a character for three episodes and then they die and you're like oh okay you know, like that—that that was interesting. But I don't know, man. That was a good question, Joel. Thank you very much for that. It mm-hmm. definitely uh, made it made us think. We just came up with the spinoff series for it. Yeah, uh, AMC, if you're listening, which we know you are. 
Well, if they are, they stopped because, man, we've been shitting on their shit for a while. Yeah, yeah, they, they were like, uh, okay. Yeah, we're out. <laughs> Lou no, no longer writes for the show. Yeah, Lou, Lou's got fired. <laughs> I hate to tell you all, but I've never written for the show. What? Yeah, that's, that's what you say. That's what you say. Yeah, that's a, actually, that's a good point. He's probably just throwing us off the scent. Exactly. Mm. Well, it's been a fun first episode back for all of us here in 2018, but we should probably uh, go ahead and start wrapping it up here, Ryan. What do you think? Mm-hmm, I do think. Uh, if you would like to support the show, you can certainly go to patreon.com slash zombies ate my podcast. We have some cool ideas for 2018 to bring you more content. And the best way to show that you want to see that type of stuff is by going to Patreon and supporting the show directly. It all goes back into the show to making it better uh yeah if you want to send your feedback in go to the website zombies ate my podcast.com email us like tal and joel did info at zombies ate my podcast.com follow us on twitter like us on facebook if you want to find us individual hosts on twitter i'm at r murphy lou is at busy zombie lord and bob is at Bowder- bobbert <laughs> <laughs> so close <laughs> i'm butter. rusty <laughs> butter butter i gotta change my twitter handle now great <laughs> okay I'm not going to edit that out. And Bob yeah. at Bobbert F. Finally, a quick shout out to Joel Duggan. Now I got the giggles. A quick shout out to Joel Duggan for the awesome uh, suggestion for listener feedback, but also for the artwork. You can find more of his great stuff at joelduggan.com. A dot com. Thank you, Ryan Murphy. I think we all got the giggles. We're all a little tired. It's the first episode back for all of us here in 2018. Mm-hmm. Or as we're calling it. The future. The future future 2018 feels like the future does it not blue page any last words yeah see nation it's a thing you can watch oh uh huge douchebag <laughs> not you We made it.